It's Tuesday, and I should be halfway home. Not really. But at least in the parking lot trying to fight off the geese to get to my car. But nonetheless, it's Tuesday. What in the world is going on right now? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Action Sports Jack's Overtime on a Tuesday for the first time since we were talking to you about the World Series. You remember that, Brian Middleton? Seems like uh, six months ago. That sounds relatively right. Three and three is six, you know, something like that. So, yeah, yeah, that is what it is. But nonetheless, here we are on a Tuesday. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz with you, taking you up to first four coverage of the NCAA tournament. The tournament gets underway technically in just a little bit. We are taking you up to those games. We will talk about them a little more as we go on. But it will be Texas A&M of Corpus Crispy. Chris, whoa. There you go. Whoa. Corpus Crispy. Crispy Cream. Crispy <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> Spicy Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Oh, man. There you go. It's the words that you don't actually prepare to do that wrong. goose got you shook the goose does have me he thinking about 635 folks <laughs> when he got to walk out that door folks actually no casey where you parked that today where does the goose got you parked that today i man? tell you what i'm no i'm no austin lane and i pulled in the parking lot and i saw right by the side door there was a wide open parking spot i said you know what yeah he made a business decision I, i'm not mad I hey did. i'm not mad at you i did i decided you know what I don't need this. But what else is hilarious is, uh, not that you know our parking lot. Oh, by the way, this is pretty good. The Google Street View was here today. So, like, they're, they're going to have the street view of the parking lot with nobody parked over there. So, there's a couple different doors you can come in. But one that is guarded by the goose is severely closer to the ESPN studio than any of the other doors. So, that's the one we always go in. And uh, other people go in a lot of the, It's easy to get to the studios if you're not like a salesperson or work downstairs or something like that. So a lot of people use that door, but that door has been guarded by the goose. So I'm telling you, when I pulled in today, nobody was parked over here, maybe three cars. And then Austin Lane is obviously parked over here because Austin's not scared of a goose. Because he's the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, he'll fight a goose. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I was ready to fight the goose. Like when we left last night, I was like, you know what? You I was talking that talk. You were. I was like, I can fight the goose. Like it's a goose. Yeah. And then when it started hissing at us in a way that I was not prepared for, I was like, all right, this thing's crazy. But then we had a plan, right? Right. We're going to walk down the stairs. You're going to go one way. I'm going to go one way. We're going to confuse it. We're going to catch it lacking, and we're both going to be okay. Well, one of us will at least be okay. Well, yeah, but preferably me because you were walking towards the nest, so I knew you were done for. So I was like, you know what? I'll survive. And going first. That too. Yeah, because, you know, you, you step that way, then I was going to throw him off with a step, a little step, step, step. But anyway, um, we had a plan ready to go, and we start moving down the stairs, and this thing goes full-on airborne mode right at us. We had to reset. We came back up the stairs, borderline back in the uh, what building. Got got huddled up. The, yeah, we we had <laughs> called a TV timeout. We had to form a new plan because this goose was holding us hostage. We couldn't even leave. Couldn't even leave. I had to change my hours. Said I was here longer. Hey, listen. The goose said, I need my cut. Don't make me come and be at this door, you know, on payday if you don't get my money. Uh, the other thing, Casey, about that is this. So uh, we have to tell the people, because we're not just shook by a goose. Right. Okay, more than one goose. Geese? Yes, shook. Yeah. But just the one hissing, that's not the case. It is the way that you would have to attack an animal. There's no, it's like a lose-lose, Yeah. right? If you're up and running and you're a grown person, a grown adult running from a bird, 
You don't look good. <laughs> yep. If you try to strike the bird and yep. you're a guy, I'm not talking about, you know, because if you're, you know, lady, I'm not trying to get, you know, sexist or anything, but if you're a guy and you're striking a little animal that might be 10 pounds, you look crazy. Yes, you do. You know, especially mm-hmm. if you kick it or if you swing, you know, like a fist at it or something like that. So you got to kind of just, you know, try to calmly... But masculinity, I can't say that word, masculinity. Well, I couldn't masculinity. say Corpus Christi. Yeah. So. And you got to, you see, so we had to, we had to rethink everything yep. in order to get there. Now, to your credit, Casey, you ended up walking. Technically, you walked first. Yeah. Yep. And you walked right by it. And right then I walked, it. I walked past the nest. So at the end of the day, I guess it did happen, but. It did, but it took some planning. And then for a half second there, when it went airborne, I thought we were done. Like, I didn't know what we were going to do. But I'm just glad we didn't have to, like, go to fisticuffs with the geese, uh, or mostly the goose, but there are a couple of geese standing by. But, um, yeah, I parked. I, I didn't want any part of the geese. So <laughs> I, see, normally you can see Casey's car right out the window. Yeah, you can. in that first right section. I mean, it's like he can roll out the door. If he, if he trips down the steps and rolls for, like, two feet, yep. he's at his car. Yep. Casey's car is at the Wawa. <laughs> and you know where Central Park was at. Casey's car is passing you enough little campus park just at the wall. It is, though. Wow. You need a ride to your car? I might. Okay. I might. I parked so far away. I just decided I didn't want to deal with the goose. I was so out of sorts. Instead of grabbing uh, something that I needed out of my car, I grabbed my garage door opener because I was more worried, like, if the goose was going to catch me lacking by the other door. I also didn't want anyone to see me going in the other door to admit defeat to the goose. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just a big disaster. Yeah, they were out there last night, too. I had to come back up here. Uh, and yeah. there was two of them out here again, and it was a, you know, it was a tense <laughs> situation. It was. How did you get in? Yeah, I walked fast. It didn't, do a little fa- it didn't do quite the flap thing that, you know, showing its wings. Uh-huh. Well, one of them was about to do it, you know what I mean? They were yeah. hissing again. I was like, this is insane. This is insane. Who's the cause of this right here? Who? <laughs> I know. What a bad situation. Scream at y'all. I, I tell you what. I said at the beginning of the show at 3 o'clock today with Brent Austin, I said, we just need to call Logan Cook. He'll deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I don't, I don't want to kick the goose. I don't want to fight the goose. But Logan Cook will do what needs to be done. Should have been Pro Bowl punter Logan Cook of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, boy. I think Logan will get us right. Oh, is that a promo? And solve, it might be. Yeah, well, animal lovers yeah, would be like, you know. Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you, this thing is mean. But nonetheless, we to the show. We only got 30 minutes. Yeah, we now we've only got 22 minutes to go after talking about the goose, but it's important. But anyway, we got on this topic due to the fact I was trying to tell you that Texas A&M Corpus... Christy will play Texas Southern in the first four game. We have that coming up for you. Our coverage will start at 6.30. The game will tip off at 6.40. They will play for the right to be a 16 seed in the tournament. And then right after that at 9.10, a game I will be locked into, Brian Mills, I believe, and I mean every minute, every word of that. The Indiana Hoosiers, the IU Hoosiers, will go up against Wyoming for the right to be a number 12 seed in the tournament. So those are the two first four games you will hear tonight coming up. Coverage will start in about 20 minutes. And then tomorrow, me and Brian will be with you again from 6 to 6.30. We'll try to fit more sports around the geese talk. Uh, But that will be Bryant and Wright State. And then another, I I think all these games are going to be good, but I'm really looking at the late games in both windows. you got Indiana, Wyoming, Indiana uh, made a good run in the big uh, 10 tournament probably should have went farther, but rumor has it the banks open late on Sundays 
after a clutch shot from Iowa to move on. And then Notre Dame was very good in the ACC this year. Uh, Rutgers, another good team, so they will play tomorrow at 9-10. We'll have both of those games for you. And a lot of the tournament games going forward. So we got a lot of tournament right here on ESPN 690. If college basketball is your thing or if you're just a big-time bracket filler-outer, which is me, uh, you should stay locked to ESPN 690. So, like I said, we're rolling until 6.30. All of a sudden, we're out of time in this segment. Brian Milton, we got to get this in. Uh, the Jags made a lot of moves yesterday. Uh, you know them. We've talked about them. Highlighted by Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. And after we left yesterday, Zay Jones became a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another weapon for Trevor Lawrence. That makes three in an offensive lineman to fix the offensive side of the football. But today we learned Miles Jack being cut or released by the team as well as DJ Chark will be heading to Detroit to play for the Lions. Brian Middleton, when you hear those two names that you know will not be suiting up in Teal, DJ Chark, Miles Jack, I'm not going to ask you which one you're more surprised about because we thought DJ was going to be gone, so you're obviously more surprised about Miles. But which of those two guys do you think this team will miss more, DJ Chark or Miles Jack? Miles. Yeah. Miles Jack. Yep, that's it. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, he's been on the field more, especially this past season. Sure. I know Chark has a Pro Bowl. Uh, I can't remember. But wasn't that Pro Bowl like one where, you know, like he deserved it, right? Anybody that gets to the Pro Bowl deserves it. But there were some other guys that weren't playing. And he, he got he yeah. got voted in like that. Wasn't that one of those things? Yes. Yeah. No, he was uh, he was a replacement. Yeah. But, I mean, look, he had a good year, 73 catches. Uh, 1,008 yards and eight touchdowns is is pretty legit. I mean, that's a quality year, especially in Jacksonville. Uh, only played in 14 of the 16 games that year, so could have left some uh, yards on the table. But keep in mind, that was a 1,000-yard receiver here in Jacksonville, and you just paid a guy $80 million who's never had 1,000 receiving yards in a season. So, you know, I see, I see what you're saying, but DJ Chark was pretty good here for that one year, obviously. Uh, the last couple seasons have been filled with injuries in that first season he didn't really play. So you've seen what DJ Chark can be, but it just hasn't came about. But Miles Jack being cut, uh, to your point, you surprised by it? Uh, a little bit. Only because, um, you know, with all the turnover and with, you know, the moves that they're making um, with, uh, you know, the new coaching, new coaching staff, um, a new defense, depending on what it is, again, what they're implementing. Um, I thought that though... I know they took, like, the the captain role from Miles during the season or whatnot to uh, apparently make it easier for him, or that was the, the hypothesis that it'll be easier for him not to have to make calls and things of that yep. nature. He could just play free and fast. I think that, uh, you know, with him, he was a foundational piece still. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and I, I thought that maybe he would be able to uh, assimilate with this new staff and be a, a, a really big part, if not, you know, one of the biggest pieces, definitely one of those, uh, you know, pieces that you can set the defense around. You have Josh Allen, you got Shaq Griffin, uh, you got, you, you think you got Tyson Campbell, yep. you know, you think you got some other pieces here. Beyond what you're going to do in the draft, um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson is probably yep. would be most people's guess now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got Miles Jack, who actually is a veteran at this point. And, you know, he 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 played 
pretty he played pretty well in a lot of the games. Not not to where people think his potential it should be at or what we probably thought when we first drafted him, but I thought that he would be a solid piece for the actual team. So it is a bit surprising. Yeah, uh, agreed. You know, I, I was surprised. I know Brenton Austin thought it could happen. But here's what I'll say about Miles Jack. When the Jags picked him in the 2016 draft in the second round, they got an absolute steal. Uh, there was injury concerns there for Miles Jack, and he proved all of those injury concerns wrong. For a second round pick, you got a heck of a steal. He played really good football in Jacksonville. Uh, one of my favorite players in Jacksonville, I remember right after they drafted him, uh, Amanda got me a Miles Jack t-shirt jersey, if you will. That's what I call those things, like t-shirt with the name on the back. So I always liked Miles Jack, real good guy. Uh, saw him at Petco one time uh, buying food for his pets, his dogs, so that was pretty cool. Uh, good guy, uh, but I think will always be remembered in Jacksonville for not being down and what that could have been if the right call was made. The Jags tweeting out, uh, about a half hour ago, Miles Jack wasn't and will never be down. Thank you, Miles Jack. So Miles Jack, no longer a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wish him well. We at ESPN 690 wish him well. The same with DJ Chark, who will be heading to the Detroit Lions. We're going to hit this break. One segment on the other side before college basketball coming up right here on ESPN 690. Stick with us. It's overtime. Brian Middleton brought up two intriguing things in the break. I'm going to tell you what those are in just a second. When I tell you this is Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos at the broadcast. Don on Twitter. Casey Kurtz with you as well at Kate Kurtz. But I like where you go with this, Brian Middleton. The first thing you brought up that intrigues me is you're more worried about the geese than I am because you're telling me that you got to spray grape juice at them to get them to go away. First of all, I'm not as worried as uh, parking on the other side of Jacksonville. Okay, hey I'm, man, not, I'm not parking I, on I the west side. I see pretty far down there, too. That's where I normally park, Casey Curtis. Don't you try me like that. Well, I'm going to. I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to the fact that everybody was shook by mm-hmm. the 10-pound geese. That's why I normally park right there. Hey, it's usually see, more full. You're so worried about the 10-pound geese, you're trying to figure out what can I spray at them. No. Great. I'm juice. trying to figure out what is it that I can do in order to deter them from trying to pull up on me. Because, <laughs> again, like I go back to the original point, it's not a good look if these security cameras catch me swinging on a geese. What if I connect? What does that look like? Now people looking at me like I'm an abuser. Okay? What, what does it mean? Like at, the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, I hope you put the geese out at least. I mean, they got small heads. You got to connect. You got to connect, you know, flush. I may got to get, like, a couple of, of uh, lessons from uh, Austin Lane first. You know what I mean? You got to twist with your punch. You got to punch from the hip. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't watch the creed. <laughs> Good. Good. So, anyway, that's the first thing Brian Milton brought up, that grape juice could potentially hey, stop And Casey Curse wrote it down. Attack. He wrote it down. He put it in his notes. I ordered it on Amazon. Lots Amazon of grape Prime. juice. Yeah, it should be here tomorrow or in like 10 minutes, one of the two. Um, so that was the first one. I like that. Second one, a little bit more sports-related since this is a sports program, as is they it? say. That's what they it say. It's like National uh, Geographic right now. You know, it's, talking it, about Brent this. likes to say it's a uh, it's as an educational program, and I feel like OT, we just educate the people as well. But you educated me on this one. Is there pressure on Trevor Lawrence now? that they have gone out and gotten him three weapons. You can argue, maybe not the best weapons available, but nonetheless, they paid Christian Kirk, they paid Zay Jones, and they paid Evan Ingram. And really, they he's not a weapon, but they paid Brandon Sheriff 
to protect Trevor Lawrence. So they spent a lot of money invested in Trevor Lawrence, as they should, one. But your question is a good one. Is there pressure on him to perform? And since you brought it up, I want your thoughts before I get mine. I think that there is no more pressure than he already has because he is the number one overall draft pick for this organization. He has the the uh, the responsibility of being the face of this organization and also helping turn around the Jaguars' fortune for well over a decade of losing, like I always say, except for 2017. So, yeah, I think that there's pressure there, um, but I don't think that it's any more, or if it is, it's just a slight uptick because I never heard Trevor make an excuse or even try to, you know, kind of like side sideways make an excuse like, you know, I just need more help or I need, I, you know, we, we had so many injuries. If he ever brought up injuries, if he ever brought up maybe some deficiencies, uh, one, he brought it up in himself as well. And he also said, you just get back to work, you do better. So I think he's yeah. still going to approach things that way. Um, and I don't think that he's going to feel anything extra because he's been dealing with this since high school, uh, just being the face of a team and having to perform and now having to do it on the biggest stage. So, yes, there'll be pressure. Yes, you know, a little bit more because they're trying to give him more pieces, and I'm excited for this uh, offense to see what it's going to take shape once the draft and everything is, is said and done, but not so much more to where, you know, I think it's going to be a big difference. I like that. That's well said. I like that. But I will I will add this to it. Uh, Evan Ingram is a guy that has underperformed in his career. He had high expectations and has underperformed. Uh, Christian Kirk is a guy that I'm not going to say he's underperformed, but he's been a quality piece. He has not been a number one. I think there's a little bit, just a little bit of pressure on Trevor Lawrence to, one, First of all, pay off Christian Kirk being that guy. And I granted, Christian Kirk's going to make that decision. He's going to have to catch the football when Trevor throws it to him. But Trevor missed a good amount of throws last year. That's not something that anybody can debate. Uh, he's got to make those throws, and I assume that he will. He works hard. Christian Kirk's got to make plays. Evan Ingram, I think, will be good for Trevor Lawrence, especially paired with Dan Arnold. So I like that topic. Brian Middleton, we got a couple minutes to roll here on OT before we turn you over to some basketball coverage. But... Let's give the people what they want, and that is a breakdown fully of this tournament in these first four games, Brian Middleton. We start with the Texas A&M Corpus Christi team. The name is too long. I don't see their uh, mascot. And then we got the Texas Southern Tigers. We got a 18 and 12 Texas Southern team, a 23 and 11 Texas A&M Corpus Christi team. Your money's going where tonight, Brian Middleton? A&M Corpus Christi or Texas Southern? Hey man, give me the Corpus Krispy Kremes. Give them to me. <laughs> give them to me. Man, listen, I, you mess up one thing. They were a four seed in their conference tournament. Uh, and then let's go to the the bigger game of the night: the Indiana Hoosiers. 20 and 13 on the season against the Wyoming Cowboys 25 and 8 on the season Mountain West tournament the uh Cowboys which is interesting here picked up a W over UNLV three point win only lost to Boise State by 7 Boise State is a high seed in the tournament I believe an 8 seed the Indiana Hoosiers like I said lost on a buzzer beater to Iowa in the tournament Hoosiers Cowboys who's your money on Brian Middleton Hey man I'm going to go with tradition. Give me IU. Yeah. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Oh, that's a, that's a good sign. Brian Milton 
uh, is betting on the Hoosiers. So if you want to parlay Brian Middleton's picks, you can go with the Hoosiers and the Krispy Kremes out of that first game. So that's going to do it for us on a Tuesday. We're back tomorrow with another 30-minute edition OT, regular hour edition on Thursday. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and the Texas Southern Tigers coming up next right here on ESPN 690. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. (laughs) Is it too much to ask? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.